When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm fired up for this game. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Patrick Mahomes, I cannot say he's in his MJ era and then pick him to lose the next game. (laughs) The Rich Eisen Show. Earlier on the show, quarterback consultant Jordan Palmer. Coming up, co-host of Good Morning Football, Jason McCourty. Co-host of Bussin' with the Boys podcast, Taylor Luan. Fox Sports NBA analyst, Jim Jackson. And now... It's Rich Eisen. Hour number two of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. 844-204-RICH. Number to dial. Let's have a chat. If you're up for it, Super Bowl 58 is right around the corner. Wow. Nine days. Nine days until uh, the uh, the day before. It's ten days, and that's the way things go. <laughs> I'm better at verbal. 844-204-RICH. Number to dial. Jason McCourty of Good Morning Football will be joining us in uh, about 18 minutes' time. Uh, also, uh, Taylor Lewan, Bustin' with the Boys. Um, so, hour number three is for the boys with him. And then Jim Jackson's going to stroll into our studio. We'll have a nice hoops chat with him. So, the Damian Lillard return last night That's wound up. Game. It was a fun game. But um, if Doc's supposed to bring better defense... They damn near put up a buck twenty on uh, on the Milwaukee Bucks, and Damian Lillard goes in last night and uh, loses the basketball game. What did twenty five points in his return last night? Um, and uh, I proffer to say though, Doc is going to get this right. I believe in Doc. <laughs> I believe. What are you laughing about? Uh, I believe in Doc Rivers. He just, just a, got there. You're just such a positive guy, and I and I wish that I had that quality in me. Well, you don't have it about Doc. I don't understand the Doc. Uh, the the what? I don't get it. Doc was awesome for us Celtics. Yeah, sixteen years ago, Correct. championship. Right. Yeah. Not a lot of success since. So, but you one that that one doesn't still carry the day for you to this great. point in time. We should have had three, but we got one. I'm happy. Kobe wasn't going to let you get three. Like, oh, oh, when he shot six for 24 in game that's seven? That's fine. Got it. But Kendrick Perkins getting hurt cost his championship. It's all good. Okay. That was the first day I met Del Tufo. It doesn't yes. sound. Santa Monica? Yes. It, it doesn't sound all good when, you, when you're talking about it right Just now. Just a lot of blown 3-1 leads. That's all. Should have won that so game, good, good luck, Milwaukee. He doesn't. He doesn't like Doc Rivers all that much. You picking up on that? Or? I am picking up on that. Yeah. You're the one. If, you know, if anybody would have an issue, it would be you. You know, Rich. I'm a forgiving. You're the man. Clipper guy. I'm a forgiving man. You guys are so you positive know? people. Well, because there's enough negativity in the world, Chris. I don't need to. Someone has lost his first two games as a Bucks. What is he supposed to do? Just come in and wave a wand, and all of a sudden they start playing better defense? Uh, that's why they hired him. <laughs> so, yes. To wave a wand? So, yes, To absolutely. wave a wand. You literally hired the guy to come in and fix all your issues, and now the first two games with the guy, oh, they're still there. Of Imagine course. if the Wolf didn't fix what he needed to fix in Pulp Fiction. <laughs> wow. There's a great that's example. literally why you brought in Doc. 
So, so you figured he was going to fix it in he's 96 gonna, minutes? Exactly. He's just gonna, minutes. He's going to come in in a tuxedo. Abracadabra, B. <laughs> yeah, you got, that's what you're here for. <laughs> also, have you seen how bad the Blazers are? They're terrible. I can't you believe can't go in, you can't they, lose that game. <laughs> Damian Lillard went in and lost the game with the Bucks in a return to the Portland Trailblazers. Yeah, you know, emotions, Rich. Emotions are high. Oh, adrenaline is of that nature. You know, like you're you're sad that you're back home. You know, it makes sense, I guess. Mm. We'll talk about it with Jim Jackson later on in this program. I just believe in Doc. I'm going to say it right here. I believe in Doc Rivers. Put it on a T-shirt. The, what, what, so, would you think that Knicks will pass the Bucks in the standings? I think the Knicks are much better than the Bucks Ooh, right now. How wow. great! By the way, Man, Rich, Ooh, that's a bold statement. I, I listen. They're playing. They're playing terrific basketball. They won 14 games in the month of January. The last time that happened, they made the NBA Finals, which you know doesn't happen too often. And let's see how Earth responds to that. Hey guys. <laughs> So, but, but that my my how, how far back are the Knicks in the standings right now? Six I, I, games. Okay, so nine and one in the uh, last. That's what I'm saying. Like so, so, so yeah, they've been so, amazing. Okay, so the the Knicks would have to overtake the Bucks. So they got to get the Bucks in Madison Square Garden, right, for there Game was, Seven. If this one game if this if this does one, how much? There's just one game yeah. on the Bucks. Okay, that's all I need to know. Yeah. Okay, I thought you yeah. said there were six games behind the Bucks. Oh, I thought you said no. I mean, I'm not talking about the Celtics. Place. Remove the Celtics no, from the equation. One game behind the Bucks. That's a different story. The one game. The Cavaliers are just a game and a half behind them, too. Knicks have won eight in a row. Okay. I believe yeah. in Doc. I believe in Doc, and I believe in Giannis, and, and I think the Giannis-Lillard um, combination will prove out. I'm a guy who loves Giannis, as you know. You do. You I, would never, I would never trade him. Can we say Giannis is the fourth away? son? I was just going to say, the, the, yeah. the sixth son. Well, that's true. But actually, I love Giannis. Baker, Purdy, Kyle Hamilton, Giannis. Giannis. I do love him. Okay. We'll talk about the Bucks with Jim Jackson later on in studio, hour number three of this program. Um, I have a list here, guys. You know I love my lists, right? (laughs) Oh, yeah. You do now. Because I like going under the radar. I like giving you names that you'll be like, oh, okay, like, what the Rick Dalton Jeff from uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Hey, if they hey. if they do anything in the Super Bowl, like I heard that I heard about that guy. I know about that guy. Rich Eisen told me that guy. Yes, indeed. Um, and you know I'm the judge of X factors on NFL Game Day Morning about what's in, who's an X factor and who's a not an X factor. Under the radar difference makers. They might go so under the radar you might not even notice what they're doing. And one player in particular. I have the top five ultimate under-the-radar difference makers sponsored by BMW. Right here on the Rich Eisen Show. High five. One, two, three, four, five. Rich's top five. All right, here we go. Ultimate under-the-radar difference makers sponsored by BMW. This was an X factor I rejected from Steve Mariucci because I wanted to give... The viewers of our pregame show on NFL Network, somebody that you could see in the end zone or see defensively make a play. But this guy, I believe, winds up potentially being one of the big difference makers of Super Bowl 58 if Joe Tooney cannot answer the bell at the guard position for the Kansas City Chiefs. In order to win this game, the 49ers must put pressure on Patrick Mahomes like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers did in their Super Bowl win over Mahomes back in the day. And Nick Allegretti 
filled in so well for Joe Tooney in the AFC Championship game. Mahomes needs this sort of protection again. And if Isaiah Pacheco and Clyde Edwards-Alaire are going to run the football with success and Tooney's not in there, this guy is going to have to be a difference maker. So keep an eye, if you want to, on the offensive. If you're an offensive line, keep an eye on an offensive line. Great. The problem is, if you hear his name over the loudspeaker, you know, <laughs> it's then it's yeah. it's a problem. Okay? So Nick Allegretti's number five on this list. Number four on this list is the only guy in the game who played in the previous game that these two played in the Super Bowl, but for the other team. Oh. You have Mahomes, Kelsey, Austin Ryder, a center, Miko Hardman, and Chris Jones. Those are five Kansas City Chiefs who were starters from Super Bowl 54 back in the day. You have Debo Samuel, George Kittle, Kyle Juszczyk, Nick Bosa, Eric Armstead, Fred Warner, Drake Greenlaw, Drake Greenlaw, starters for the 49ers who started in Super Bowl 54 against the Kansas City Chiefs. However, only one player started for Kansas City in Super Bowl 54 and is going to start for San Francisco in Super Bowl 58, and his name is Charvarius Ward. And I'm putting him just because... Just because he is a difference maker, just because he played for the other team the last time they played each other. And you got to figure he wants to make a play in the worst way. Yeah. And also, he's just the fourth player, but the first defender to start in a Super Bowl against a team that they previously started for in a Super Bowl. The others all lost Brandon Cooks, who did Super, who started Super Bowl 53 with the Rams, Rams. against New England. Jermaine Wiggins, who started Super Bowl 38 with Carolina against New England. And Craig Morton, Super Bowl 12 Craig with Morton. Denver versus Dallas. All three of them lost. So Traverius Ward wants to be the ultimate difference maker to be completely under the radar to actually win under these circumstances. Look at you. That's why I got to throw him on this list. Good one. Okay. Number three on this list is Kansas City linebacker, Drew Tranquil. He might make a play. Again, a lot of folks will be focusing on Nick Bolton because he's right there in the middle of this defense. And last year, he's the one who picked up the football when it was placed on the ground by Jalen Hurts. But I'm choosing Drew Tranquil because he signed as a free agent with Kansas City this offseason after three years with the Los Angeles Chargers. And he posted this past weekend a t a text screen grab from his phone a text from andy reed when tranquil was making his decision to where he was going to play his football this year and andy reed basically was saying hey basically just let me know which direction you want to go if you need to talk my phone is on ring till then see red which he capitalized the r in red and think super bowls with a wink emoji and he wrote back, thanks, coach. I'll call you if any questions pop up today as we process the decision. And he, and he wrote back, perfect. So if he's saying to him, think Super Bowls, and he then decides, I'm playing for Kansas City, and then they make the Super Bowl, <laughs> you don't think he's buying every last ounce that's being sold to Drew Tranquil? <laughs> and you don't think he's going to try and make a play in this Super Bowl? Good one. That alone. Because, again, think about how his 
postseason ended last year. He was up 20 in the wild card round with the Chargers and didn't even advance. Now he's on Kansas City. He was told to think Super Bowls. He's now in a Super Bowl. He tweeted that out with the line, seeing red and thinking Super Bowl. He did that this weekend. That's why he's number three on the list. Number two on this list, now we're going to start going a little bit of X's and O's here. And I want to go under the radar because this is the ultimate under the radar difference maker. I think at the wide receiver position. Rasheed Rice is way above the radar screen. Oh, he's a star now. And Kadarius Tony doesn't suffice as under the radar because he's he's basically under the bench right now. <laughs> so I'm going to go with Marquez Valdez-Scantling. I'm going to say... This guy maybe who who wrapped up the game. Done it two weeks in a row. He wrapped up the game against the Bills. He wrapped up the game against the Ravens. And I'm thinking his confidence is at an all-time high. And maybe they just don't wait to the end. Maybe they go up top to kind of like start. Maybe they they just kind of shock the system on the 49ers. And say, okay, you know, you think it's all about Kelsey, all about Rasheed Rice, all about running the football. And we don't have Tyreek Hill anymore, so you think we can't take the top of the defense off? I think maybe we go there. So that's number two. And then number one on my list right here is a San Francisco 49er. Now, I think he's he's above, he's on the radar screen because he's a Pro Bowl this, Pro Bowl that, right? That sort of thing. But I'm just wondering here if Kyle Juszczyk isn't the most under-the-radar offensive player who starts for the San Francisco 49ers. And I'm going to go with Kyle Juszczyk right here as the most under-the-radar difference maker. Running it, catching it. Everyone's going to be looking for McCaffrey and Debo. Everyone's going to be looking for this, that, and the other wearing red. Maybe you look for the fullback. Mm. And that's my most under the radar ultimate under the radar difference maker. You think we need one more? Okay. All right, we'll get one more. Okay. I'll give you one more from the Kansas City defense. His name is Justin Reed. I'm going Justin Reed because of the fact that he's out there playing safety and maybe he's going to make a play and he's not just going to be out there maybe trying to snipe Brock Purdy. He can also sack you. As a matter of fact, he made such a big play in the AFC Championship game that I termed it a huge, massively huge sack. (laughs) And so Justin Reed showed you he's got a massively huge sack in him. And I will go with Justin Reed as one more here. (laughs) Just sorry to make you laugh with your back pain. (laughs) <laughs> right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Well done, sir. Okay. Those are the top five ultimate under-the-radar difference makers sponsored by BMW. Uh, it's not in... Oh, by the way, pardon me. The, uh, the top five ultimate under-the-radar difference makers has been presented by the all-new BMW 5 Series. It's not an imitation. It's the icon. Classic BMW styling meets modern technology in this luxury sedan built for those who know style is nothing without substance the top five ultimate under the radar difference makers presented by the all-new bmw 5 series right here on the rich eisen show let's take a break jason mccourty will join us that's next this is the rich eisen show 
Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, Jason McCourty will be joining us in a matter of moments here on the program. Um, when are you going to Vegas? Oh, I leave uh, early Monday morning because okay. I'm eastbound and down. I'm like the you drive. snowman. I drive. You drive. Next year's going to be rough. For, for, uh, Through the high desert? You drive through yeah. the high desert? Yeah, I like it. I love driving. You're going to drive to New Orleans next year? I think I'm going to do it. Don't do that. What are we doing? Yeah, I'm going to do like a two-day trip. Do, if we're going to do that, we got to get sponsored and we'll make content out of yeah, it. Yeah, get a Yeah, that's what we... Like on the road with Del Tufo. Takes three days. It Don would, Bowie knows. He's Mr. He's Mr. Days, Bayou. Right? Yeah, I can do it. Texas is the only hard part. I'm not saying you, could, you couldn't do it, but I mean, it's just... Give me the CB radio. I'm like the snowman from uh, Smoky and the I'm Bandit. saying if we do it, we, <laughs> we make content out of it. We're not just going to have this guy drive across country making friends at gas stations and stuff and not film it. You know what I mean? I hear you. I mean, it would be like pretty funny. Go live from the the vehicle. So, just saying. It would be pretty funny. All right, you want me to make little videos on the way out this time? Sorry? You want me to make little videos? No, I don't want you to make little videos. Brockman, you like Brockman. I I want you to go live all the time. No, 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 no. I don't do live. But what's the videos? Wait, while you guys are on the air Monday, maybe I'll be driving. Are you are, Zoom. You going in the electric car? No, 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 no. I got a, I got a bigger car. I got a lot of crap. You got a lot of gear. Yeah. You got a lot of stuff back But there. what are the videos? What's the what's No, the I say I zoom in. I'm driving? I'm zooming in. Yeah. I'm going to zoom I gotta in. I got to stop to go pee? Like, like, how's that no, content? No, no, no. It's no, funny. It's like, look, look, here you do. Del Tufo likes to ride in the front seat in Ubers. Come join Del Tufo in the front seat. Ask questions. Talk to him while he's driving. Who's reading them the questions as he's driving, though? Mike can multitask. Okay. Exactly. I believe in you. Thank you, Chris. 
I hate this idea. <laughs> Why? Not, not a fan of it. You like content. I do. All right. Let's make your videos. Back on the Rich Eisen Show Radio Network, I'm sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Jason McCourty is a, a good, dear friend who I got to spend time with in Germany. So anytime you spend 10 days in Frankfurt, Germany with somebody, they automatically become a good, dear friend. Certainly if you have breakfast, <laughs> he watched me eat breakfast. He watched me fill up with the smoothies, with the smoothie bar. Ooh, uh, he didn't judge great. me. He didn't judge me when I was having like pretzel bread at eight thirty in the morning. <laughs> That's fine. You know, he did silently judge no. you. Jason, did you silently judge me when I went for the bread in the morning? Jason? Of, co- of course not. I just hope the experience was as special for you as it was for me. We had a great time. Rich. It was. We're like this now, man. You know, t- <laughs> we are. <laughs> so good to see you. And by the way, great job. I listened to uh, your call on uh, Westwood One. You and I and Eagle were just a great call. It's, you know, I. Listen to the first half on the way home from work. Um, what was your takeaway about how the Chiefs jumped out on the Ravens, Jason? So so impressive. And from a standpoint of this Baltimore defense was excellent all season long. So to come out the first two possessions and jump up and put 14 points on the board, and on top of that, going through Travis Kelsey, the one guy that I anticipate them just completely taking him away. Now, the Baltimore Ravens defense responded, didn't give up any points in the second half. But there's something to being a champion and everybody that's a part of that organization from Mahomes to Reed to everybody. They went on the roll into Baltimore hostile environment and just jumped out, got control of the game and never relinquished it. So you walk away from that game and I'm like, all right, Baltimore Ravens, we knew their defense was good. We knew the Chiefs defense was good. But I didn't realize the Chiefs defense was that good, completely shutting Lamar out for majority of that game. The one touchdown they scored early, the field goal came late. So it was very impressive uh, of the Kansas City Chiefs, the way they played and dominated. So, uh, and then what did you, what's your takeaway of watching Lamar, Jason? I I expected so much more from that offense. And the thing with Lamar, he has those plays where they're just incredible. And you can't believe and don't know how he just did it, where he's running around. The one he shakes off Chanel and he throws it up to Zay Flowers for a touchdown. Or he catches his own pass or fourth and one. He sneaks through the line. But from a play in and play out standpoint, I thought they'd get more easy throws. Uh, the Chiefs brought pressure. Their response to it was still Lamar holding the ball, trying to make a play. Where a week ago we saw Houston in that second half, the adjustment was getting the ball out quick and on time and making plays. They never seemed to kind of get that going. I don't know if it was a Tom Munkin thing, a Lamar thing. And then they didn't run the ball. The two running backs had six carries combined. I expected them to try to pound the ball, especially the way Buffalo did it the week before against Kansas City. How does that happen? How does that happen? You know, you look up at the end of the game and you're just like, this was a one score to two score game the entire time. So I don't know if you get in the flow of the game and you're struggling a little bit. So you're just trying to continue to put the ball in Lamar's hands and Lamar's hands. But it made absolutely no sense as we're watching the game. Just like Gus Edwards had one carry for 15 yards in the first half and then only had two carries in a second. So you couldn't really put your finger on why in the world they went away from who they were. No, I, and again, you know, it, it, it wasn't a, a blowout. It just kind of felt that way because yeah. how the Ravens just couldn't, you know, wh- wh- I guess when when one of your most dynamic um, offensive plays in the first half of a, of a championship game is your own quarterback catching his own pass for 13 yards, that, that kind of says something. But again, yeah. I, I, I'm just kind of mystified how how that happens. And then, and then I saw a great 
NFL film snippet on Inside the NFL where Odell's turning to um, to Lamar and saying, you know, you change the game when you take off. What like what's what's happening? You know. Yeah, and you get it, and he did take off at times. But to win that game, you got to anticipate. We all watched Lamar in that divisional round against Houston. For Steve Spagnuolo, the defensive coordinator for the Chiefs, he's watching the same game. You got to know Kansas City's going to come in and say, there's no way we're going to allow Lamar to just run the ball all over us. We're going to force him, and it's not to discredit his arm, his ability to throw the ball, but you just know how dangerous he is when he does take off. So I, I love that Lamar said that, because I think, I mean, that Odell said that to Lamar because the juice that it brings, that stadium being there, and they had everybody you can name. Jonathan Ogden was there. Ray Lewis was there. Terrell Suggs, Ed Reed, and they're bringing these guys out. They're dimming the light, getting the crowd going. The way Kansas City came out and the way the offense was, there was no juice in that stadium to a certain extent for that Baltimore crowd. So I get it. When he runs, it juices everybody up on the sideline. But it just it wasn't happening. And when it did, it was fun, but it didn't last. What's it like to be on a team quarterbacked by one of the all-time greats and you feel like you're just showing up with them is 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 an inevitability for you to win a Super Bowl, Jason? What's Man, that like? Uh, it's incredible. Uh, I always say I, I'm I'm happy that I helped Tom and I really nice. won his six his sixth Super Bowl you before right. he went and got seven yes. without me, but yes. he wouldn't have got the sixth one there. But you gotta think about for me, majority <laughs> of my career, I didn't get a chance to play alongside a guy like that. Eight years in Tennessee, one in Cleveland. So when I got to New England, it was a totally different feeling. You'd be sitting on the bench in the fourth quarter and you have a chance to go win the game, or just you're down. And there's just so much belief that, all right, we're still in it because Tom's out there. He's on the other side. He's going to find a way to get us back in this game. So it's a crazy feeling, especially throughout the course of practicing against him, especially a competitor like Tom where he's talking trash to you and he's going to get the most out of you. That feeling of being on that bench and knowing fourth quarter, two minutes left to go, we're down three, four, whatever it is, all we need to go is down there and score and we win this game. You're sitting down there, you can almost kick back, put your hands on your head and just enjoy the show because you have so much faith and belief that he's going to drive you down there and get what you need. Jason McCourty here on the Rich Eisen Show. And then the conversation about Brock Purdy, you'll be the latest, if you don't mind, me uh, chi- having you chime in on something I'm sure you've chimed in on multiple times in other places, including Good Morning Football. What's your opinion of Brock Purdy, Jason? I like Brock Purdy. and I, it's, He's in a Super Bowl. He's in his second year. And, of course, we evaluate these guys every time they go out on the field. But it's almost like, it's a current state and it's always a state for Brock Purdy where it's like a validation state. We continue to look at him and say, you know what? Well, he's not really the guy. He's not really amongst the best quarterbacks, but that's how he's played this year. Now you can say, all right, he got to this team and he has weapons galore all over him. He has one of the best offensive minds on the sideline for him and Kyle Shanahan, but he still has to go out there and execute. And I look at it as if you're a quarterback and you can take your team and win the games that he's won, win in the playoffs and be in the Super Bowl, you've earned it. And not only that, I'm especially happy to watch him and the path that they've had to take to get to the Super Bowl throughout the playoffs. During the Packers game where he doesn't play well in the beginning of that game and throughout that game, but it takes a fourth quarter drive for him to go out there and make the plays for him to win. 
They get into the conference championship. They're down at halftime by 17. He has to go out there and ball out in the second half to help get his team to that Super Bowl game because the defense hasn't been at their best throughout this playoff run. So you can say whatever you want about Brock Purdy and hell. I would say it too, whether it's Mahomes, whether it's Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson. I'm taking all of those guys over Brock Purdy, but that doesn't take away from him having a tremendous season and being a really good quarterback in our league. Jason McCourty here on the Rich Eisen Show. The key, so, so break down Super Bowl 58 for me. What do you think happens? I'm, look, I'm looking at it, and it's so hard to go against Patrick Mahomes, and I did it a week ago. We're talking about the Baltimore Ravens. I'm like, during the Super Bowl, I think they have the defensive quarterback and all of that. The key is going to be, can you get to Mahomes and not allow those signature runs? You're going back and looking at Super Bowl 54. There's a time he takes off in that game, and he's sliding down with a huge play in that one. I think it's going to be for these 49ers. Can they stop Patrick Mahomes and not allow him to run around, scramble, and make those plays? And then Isaiah Pacheco. He's been a guy that's been that punch for the Kansas City Chiefs. Can they go out there and slow him down and limit him and not allow him to get going? Because when he does in Baltimore, he's screaming at both sidelines. It just brings something out of that team. And then for the 49ers, they got to start fast. We watched these last two games, and they've struggled to get out of the gates. You can't do that against the Kansas City Chiefs team. And defensively, they're going to be in for it. They've struggled a little bit of being able to slow down a run so far throughout these playoffs. Can they do that? to Isaiah Pacheco and then getting the ball in the Debo Samuels hands and watching him go to work and for he's the guy there and you talk about their win-loss record when he's not out there you watch him and banged up shoulder and all of that when he touches the ball he's breaking at least two or three tackles he's a grown man when he has the rock in his hands which one needs to get out to a faster start I think I know the answer to it but I'll I'll, I'll throw that your way anyway 100%. I believe the 49ers yeah, do. Right. For the Chiefs, they've been in they've been in this bowl. They've won two Super Bowls already. They've been counting out all season. I think they're well equipped to make that comeback, but Mahomes is the best quarterback in this game for the 49ers or Brock Purdy. You want to get out early. So you think you're you're going to go Chiefs at the end of the day or or what? I don't I don't know. I've been wavering so much on this game. Um I, I can't put my finger on exactly who I'm going to go with. Uh, on this one, uh, but I'm, I'm fascinated. This is going to be a fun matchup. Okay, yeah, I, 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 I had the Chiefs at the beginning of the season against the Niners. Not, not wow. to say, not well. I mean, you know, Schrager, no, Schrager's not the only one, um, you know. But, but I, I, you know, when given a chance to have a mulligan on Thanksgiving on game day morning, I chose the Ravens because Ooh. I was looking. I did. I hopped off the Chiefs. I mean, you know. We saw I mean, yeah. Jason. We saw him in in Germany. Yes, they won that game, but they they were having trouble scoring points after halftime. Just like, by the way, the game you just called, and yeah. and yeah. um and then you know Tony and Valdez Scantling drops one, and then Tony's got his foot on the line for another one, and just seemed like yeah. Uh, and, and then I you know on Christmas Day I saw Christmas what had Day. happened, <laughs> and so given another chance to to have another mulligan at the top of the playoffs, I stayed put. And then decided, you know what, just because I've done that doesn't mean I just need to bang my head against the wall again. After the Chiefs beat the Bills, I'm like, I'm not going to go in saying this has to be the Ravens' time because they have the yeah. home field advantage and because they've looked great all season. I'm like, how am I going to go against Mahomes? And I think that's just the way I'm going to land for the Super Bowl. It truly is. It's just that simple. You know? I think a lot of people are going to say that same exact thing. I'm not going against Mahomes' dad, bod, and all. There's just so much belief in this guy right now because what he continues to do. 
Um, Jason McCourty here, a few minutes left with uh, my colleague from the NFL Network and co-host of Good Morning Football. Are you surprised Bill Belichick not uh, working as a head coach in the NFL this coming season? I am. I am, but I'm also not. I, now, I'm, I'm a guy that when I, I love Bill Belichick as a head coach, when I got there, the amount of football that I was able to learn from that man, so much respect for him. But I look at at the same time, we just watched Mike McDonald get hired, and this is a few weeks after Gerard Mayo gets hired. Mayo, Mayo, 37 years old. Mike McDonald, 36 years old. There's a movement kind of of these young and energized coaches that are kind of coming in. And it's a new wave, I think, for Bill and everything that he brings and obviously the Super Bowl rings and the statue and all of that. I think for some organizations, they're like, hey, we don't know how long Bill's going to continue to want to even coach. Do we want to go through this process in a few more years? So I think that's kind of pushes the other way. But still, when you have that level of greatness and you've made that impact on the game, I thought for sure there was going to be a team that was going to bring him in, especially in Atlanta where he got off to the interviews right away then had the second interview before it really branched out to a lot more other candidates. I thought for sure he was going to Atlanta. So I did too, you know, but um, the, the convert and obviously we're just not going to know because nobody's going to spill their side of the beans and Belichick, yeah. as you know, plays everything very, very tight. And and the speculation is, well, you know, Atlanta didn't want to hand the whole keys to the store to him, and maybe he didn't ask for the whole keys to the store. I I, I don't know. And then when Washington didn't go with their young coordinator candidate because Ben Johnson says I'm staying put, and I guess Bobby Slowick says I'm staying put, and I don't know if they we they were all just reading the writing on the wall that. Seattle is going to go the way they did, and the commanders just named Dan Quinn today. Maybe they already indicated that's the way they wanted to go. I, I don't know, but um, I, I just am stunned, Jason, that you know we 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 saw Belichick again in Germany, and then um, Kurt and I saw him in Denver. I, I didn't think he lacked energy. I didn't think he wasn't energized. I I I also saw how they performed in Denver. I mean, they, they, and this team had nothing to play for anymore, you know, and yeah. he knows that he knows how to scheme his head off and he knows how to do it week to week and compartmentalize and make sure those who are on the field uh, are situationally smart. I, I, I'm kind of stunned by it. I really am. Yeah. And the fact that he's not employed, but also Mike Vrabel, when Vrabel got let go in Tennessee, we're on our show and we're like, oh, Vrabel's going to be one of the hottest candidates. Right away, he's going to get scooped up and end, some, end up somewhere. This guy was just coach of the year a few years ago. He was the number one seed in the AFC. Since he's been a head coach, he's proven that he can do it. And he's a guy that played for Bill Belichick, that same kind of temperament. And still both of those guys will end up in this cycle without a job. So it'll be fascinating, both of them, for next year, especially Bill Belichick, because maybe he does decide to go into TV. Maybe he hangs out with the grandkids. Maybe he's consulting in the college game. But I got to imagine somehow or another this guy, Bill, is a head coach in the NFL again. A lot of people want to see him get that record for as great as he's been throughout his career. Do you, what do you think the Bears are going to do with Caleb Williams and Justin Fields? <sighs> I just feel like when you have that pick, 
two years in a row. It just seems extremely hard. As much as anyone may love Justin Fields, I was in Chicago calling that game against Atlanta where he was just magnificent. But to trade away the number one, because if you're not going to take a quarterback, you're not going to still draft Marvin Harrison Jr., I think, at number one. So to trade away that first overall pick back-to-back years and say, you know what, fellas, we're just going to continue to run it back, I just don't see them doing that. I think they genuinely love Justin Fields, but I see them pulling the trigger on Caleb Williams and kind of restarting that clock, getting a young and getting a cheaper quarterback in there and trying to build around him and seeing what he can do. All right, Jason, I appreciate the time. Lots of fun uh, hanging with you this season, and um, and congrats on just a great season of just broadcasting soup to nuts. All all you do with NFL Network and Westwood One, and you know I, I said this to Orlovsky too. You know, the, those two weeks in Germany were were awesome. That was a lot of fun, man. It really was. So much fun, man. Tell your uh, brothers Payton, Eli, Coop, and all those guys. I said what's up. <laughs> Take care, Jason. You be well. See you. That's Jason McCourty. Check him out on Good Morning Football. You found that funny about he said that. I mean, everybody knows your your, your sons, your your brothers. You know. <laughs> I guess he, he's, he's referring to, I believe, um, when I was on Julian Edelman's podcast, games with names. I revealed how I uh, I'm an honorary Manning. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's what he's referring to right there. It seemed like it. I was dubbed that 20 years ago. I'm in my it's third. Been that long. Yeah. Yeah. You know karaoke, what I'm you, you know karaoke, talking about? Yeah. The oh, karaoke okay. story. Karaoke story. Yeah. I remember the lounge. That's I right. I remember Rich. Come on. That's right. In Houston. Yeah. I'm in my third decade of being an honorary Manning. Man. I just don't know if the boys know it. And then didn't in the Pro Bowl you became like even more of an honorary man? <laughs> no. I, I almost got excommunicated from the family oh. at the Pro Bowl because um, I sang karaoke oh, in that- the Hakalea bar. We called it the Ed Hockley bar because it's... Makes sense. Because that's what it sounded like, Hakalea Bar. It was uh, open air, as many things are in in uh, Hawaii. And uh, I sang That's Life in my usual, um, that's with statement. my usual brio into the microphone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And just slammed down the microphone. That's yeah. my way. I that's slammed down the hit. microphone yeah. in my way. Big no-no. But, um, Big no-no. but I did it around one in the morning. Oh. And... Um, Apparently, I woke people up oh. in the Pro Bowl hotel, <laughs> and Peyton let me know. <laughs> well, let me know. Actually, you didn't. You know how you let me know? He was being interviewed at the players' Ohana Day. It's where you know family yeah. members are supposed to be out there. It's oh. the final practice, is what it was called, the Ohana Day. And uh, he was being interviewed by Jamie Dukes on the air live, and he complained. <laughs> about me to Jamie Dukes live on NFL Network called me out on live television. So he was not happy about it. He might even bring it up every now and then when I see him. It's a good thing I haven't seen him in a while. And now he's a coach at the Pro Bowl. He and Eli doing the the uh, they're they're oh, doing the, that the games and all that. Well, yeah. no, the uh, yeah, they're they, the coach of the flag football game. Right. Oh, fun. Yeah. As you know, the NFL just basically say, if you're going to play the game like it's flag football, let's just, just put the, the actual flags on you and play, play flag, flag football. football. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Except who was the one who blew up Devontae Adams a couple of years ago? Remember that? Oh. 
I forget who that was. Was that? Oh, it was Jalen Ramsey, right? Didn't Jalen Ramsey collide with and just blew him up on the on the goal line? Like, just one of the best hits I've seen in a Pro Bowl. Yeah. Even when they were playing tackle. I don't remember that. Yeah, Jalen Ramsey blew up Devontae Adams right on the goal line. They collided. Yeah, yeah, on the goal line. Yeah. Did I get that right? Uh, hold on. Like, yeah, I think that was when Mac Jones was the uh, uh, Pro Bowl tight end uh, way back in those the day. Those were the days. Right? Mac Jones. Gardner Minshew's a Pro Bowl quarterback this weekend. Well, he is. It's not a perfect uh, situation. You know what it is? Didn't Snoop Huntley make it last year? Well, I mean, you know, you just got to find guys who are healthy enough to go. <laughs> when you think of Pro Bowl hits, to me, it's just the only thing that I ever remember is Say Brian Mormon getting blown up by Sean Taylor. Like, yeah, Sean Taylor blew up. <laughs> just yeah. destroyed Brian Mormon. Well, the stories I was told when I was covering the Pro Bowl back in the day is players don't want to get hurt in a Pro Bowl. Mm-hmm. They don't want to hurt their companions or their colleagues in the Pro Bowl. Mm-hmm. But they started right around halftime, third quarter, doing the math in their heads about how much it costs for their families to come to Hawaii. <laughs> And then they learned just how much of a spending spree their family members were going on while they were practicing in Hawaii. And they did the math in their heads about how much the winners and losers shares were worth. And then they decided, oh, in order to be up this weekend instead of down this week, I need to win this game. game. And that's why the fourth quarters of Pro Bowl suddenly got really competitive. That's awesome. <laughs> was that guy started computing the bottom line? Bring that back. <laughs> I know. This is what I was told the credit card multiple times. Like, oh, oh, wait, wait. like, hey, do you, you ever notice how back in the day, you know, how do you ever notice how fourth quarters really got competitive yeah. for these Pro Bowls? Yeah. Why? why? Well, statement text. It, it, it came down <laughs> to calculations. <laughs> yeah, we're going to put this on the Underhills bill. Yeah. Well, there's well, that, that too. That, yeah. Don't, oh, worry God. That don't even get me started. Ooh, don't give your room out. Maybe I should. Should I have Sean Payton tell that story next Friday? Uh, absolutely. How he once gave out Tony Romo's room number oh. to break the huddle of an NFC play uh, uh, practice at the uh, Pro Bowl. Poor Tony. And he, he he the story is he told me. I know this is the story, so we'll see if he'll re- if he'll be up for retelling it. His son, who's now I believe a total grown ass man, I imagine, um, was he 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 had his son. He said, my son's a big fan of yours, Tony, and he drew like a picture. He called it a poster. He drew a poster of you. He wants to bring it to your room. What's your room number? And Tony said, he's my room number, and that's how Sean got it. Oh, my God. And, and then broke down the huddle that way. And I was informed when my, before my first Pro Bowl ever, ever, by Rod, Rod Woodson, yeah, who Woodson. I believe is also a guest next week at the Super Bowl, Rod too. Said that. Rod told me. Under no circumstances are you to ever give out your room number. Nope. And Marshall Falk, one entire Pro Bowl, lorded over my head that he knew what my room number was, and he made it seem like it's because he watched me write down my room number on a bill, and he saw how the pencil moved, (laughs) and he made it seem like he knew my room number, and he gave it out on live NFL Network television in a four-down segment. He's just said the number right off the top of his head. Four downs. Was it right? And I remember it was right. And he made it seem like it was because he snick, he watched me write down my room number on a tab. But, of course, Marshall being Marshall, he's just playing head games the entire time. When I checked out of 
my room, because mm-hmm. Marshall and I were going to the airport together, I got out of my room and I looked to my right and I saw a whole bunch of bags and a bellhop, you know, sort of cart mm-hmm. that are being amassed. And I looked down at the golf bag and it was Marshall Falk. Oh. He was next door to me the entire time. <laughs> oh, you didn't even know. Yeah. And he knew my room number because he was right next door to me. <laughs> I'm a Marshall. <laughs> Oh, the Pro Bowl days. The Pro Bowl was Pro fun. Bowl days. I could go on and on. That was so much fun. But thank goodness oh. I didn't take he, he he was he 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 took it easy on me. He could have laid a whole bunch of appetizers and drinks on it. Let's take a break. 844204 Rich number to dial. Taylor Lewan coming up hour number three. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung. And that means spring cleaning, or at least The partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I do believe it was the first time that we met. I'm going to bring this up. It was in the city of Houston. That's right. It was the first ever Super Bowl the NFL Network had ever covered. But you and the entire Manning family strolled into the Gatorade suite. And who did you hear singing karaoke in the Gatorade suite that night? It was a beautiful voice. A Would beautiful you say, like, voice. in terms of... It was beautiful. like an angel bringing us in. Mm-hmm. And there, we walk in and we see, see Rich Eisen, mm. karaoke dominating <laughs> to basically by the way nobody else in the room right yeah, just solo just you know you get a little practice wow. there was my me and my buddy there was nobody else. what uh what song uh that's a good question sinatra sinatra i forget which one it was okay well, you know, well i mean new yeah, york did you have york, to ask or, yeah seriously it was me and my buddy and <laughs> i remember we walked in and uh yeah we joined now, but we joined right in did you you did sing right you I guys believe. all did get on the mic i think we got up there you know we can't turn that down no i know and right. I, it was it, honestly that was, that me. was obviously like pre-cell phone like pre i mean you had yes, cell phone right. but pre like no one had a camera you nope. don't worry about anybody filming yeah, so there's no video you, you, you get up and sing you saw karaoke really. you sang you That's don't think it. about you don't think twice it was just the moment yeah That's the it. Moment. you didn't have to memorialize it <laughs> it was me my buddy doug and then 
it was, I think, your entire family. Yeah, probably right? the whole crew, yeah. Your mom and your dad, uh, you yep. and you and uh, Peyton and Cooper. And Cooper. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and um, what do you have a go-to karaoke song, Eli, at all? It's changed over the years, obviously. Has it really? you can, yeah, okay. you kind of go with the times. Uh, you know, Footloose has always been one, you know, really? just because you can kind of dance with it. But mm-hmm. now, you know, it's it's tough. It's tough to do karaoke now. Mm-hmm. You're just kind of worried, you know, people are filming all the That's time. True. Then they judge, and, you know, I get, <laughs> I get judged enough. I don't need to be judged. <laughs> <laughs> on, my, on my singing ability. That's, you know, that's, that's the fun. Yes. Uh, it's, everybody's made it too serious. Indeed. Back on the Rich Eisen Show. Let's uh, talk about Game Time Tickets and Game Time Tickets. The app hopefully is on your phone already. We've been telling you about it for weeks and months with Overreaction Monday and What the Football and this show as well. Fast and easy way to buy tickets for events near you. Takes the guesswork straight out of buying tickets when you use Game Time because you get all-in pricing. You get views from your seats right before you buy, so you're never surprised about what you're going to get. And right now, all users get $100 off when they buy a big game ticket with code VEGAS100. Game Time is the ticketing app that gives you the complete peace of mind with your purchase. Last-minute seats again. You can find them with uh, for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Right now, all Game Time users get $100 off a big game ticket with code VEGAS100. Restrictions apply. Visit GameTime.co for terms. Just download the Game Time app and use code VEGAS100 for $100 off a big game ticket. Or if you're not going to the game, use code OVERREACT. Pardon me. Use the code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. R-I-C-H. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets. Lowest price guaranteed. Christopher, do we have a poll question over there? Yeah, so I'm throwing it up right now. uh, Rich. You were there, I believe. Justin Timberlake and Jada Jackson. I was there for the wardrobe malfunction. Okay. Is that 2005? No, it was 2004. 2004. It was our first ever Super Bowl. 20 year anniversary. Oh, my goodness. So let's do do a poll. Uh, I'm going to put it up. Top four WTF off non game Super Bowl moments. Okay. The wardrobe malfunction. The power goes out at halftime in New Orleans. Left shark. The left shark yeah, for Katy Perry. Shark. What the? What was going on with there? And Christina Aguilera completely forgets a whole line in the national anthem. Which one was that? I, I totally forgot really about that. that one. You guys don't remember yeah, that? Yeah, that happened. Uh, uh, I remember that. No. That, that definitely to, happened. That had yeah. to affect yeah. the length of the national yes. anthem, right? Under. Oh, yeah. How <laughs> you go under, under if, you, if you leave out words. Yeah, you go under. Left shark. I missed the left shark. Left shark. I didn't watch the Super Bowl halftime for that oh, one, so I couldn't see the, the, the left shark. 2011. The other two, obviously, I I, I lived through. 2011, the, right? The, the, the Steelers Packers Super Bowl. Ooh, I think you're right. Yes. Yeah, that's yes. very weird because I was at that game in Arlington, I Texas. That. Yes, <laughs> I, I was. There I totally. And I don't you, the, that. the other two, my God, I remember the 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 uh, the. You completely the other, forgot the line. The uh, the wardrobe malfunction. We were all huddled around the television set uh, in a suite um, and uh, ready to watch the uh, commercial. Right after that halftime show was the first ever NFL Network commercial we ever had uh, for the Super Bowl. It was our first Super Bowl. That was- we were on the air and we had that thing set up and it was awesome. Tomorrow. It was a tomorrow. It was the song "Tomorrow" from Annie, and we had all the stars of the the league sing a line from tomorrow. Very like uh, uh, Warren Sapp did it. T.O. did it. Uh, Jerry Jones and Bill Parcells did it. 
so on and so forth. And the reason why the the commercial was singing tomorrow is because tomorrow, the next day, Monday, is the first day of a new season. Everyone's O and O again, and we wanted to let everyone know NFL Network is still on the air. As a matter of fact, we're covering the the combine and the draft and everything else. It was a great commercial, and nobody saw it because of the wardrobe malfunction. Everyone just, it was the most racked back TiVo moment TiVo ever, moment. right? Yeah, yeah. Where everyone just kept on racking back their TiVo. I guess I should stop saying the word racking. But, um, and then, and then, uh, I don't know if I ever tell you where I was for the, the, the uh, lights going out at the Superdome. No. I was in the NFL Network suite. I was on a field. And in the NFL Network suite, two of the following people were in there. Both asking me for information. One of them keeping me laughing the entire time. That person keeping me laughing the entire time, Will Ferrell, oh, wow. was in the suite and keep asking questions like, when's the second half going to start? Paul McCartney. <laughs> I never in a million years did he I have the, the beetle of, of wow. he loves all Beatles just turning around and saying, you know, when's the second half going to start? McCartney, I was told, as part of his performing in the Super Bowl in Jacksonville, he was the halftime act of NFL uh, Network's second ever Super Bowl, the Eagles and the Patriots, the last time there was a repeat champion. McCartney did halftime. I was told part of his deal is he gets two tickets in his suite for every Super Bowl forevermore. And he's in the NFL Network suite almost every Super Bowl. Wow. Yeah, that seems like a good deal that they made. That is a good that's, deal for that's everybody. <laughs> and I never thought in a million. I'm, I, awesome. I basically, I'm like, you know, Sir Paul, I, I just don't know when the lights are going back on. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't want him to go back on because there's crazy. a Beatle and there's Will Ferrell keeping us all entertained. Right. It was crazy. Sir Paul, I, Sir I'm Paul. not sure. I don't know. You know, I'll, <laughs> I don't know. I'll check. Uh, I'll check with the local con I don't know. Man. I mean, because we're like, what the hell just happened? Uh, oh yeah, out. that's funny. I know, and of it course, you know, Ray Lewis saying nuts. that that was a conspiracy yeah, to yeah. Get, to pause, the game. you know, like they won the game, like the guy what from conspiracy? like the guy from exactly. Airplane, like pulling the plug out, like the, Leon's getting larger, <laughs> putting the plug back in, like no way. All right, so that's, I, I don't know how the wardrobe malfunction loses this, although a uh, a blackout in the middle of a Super Bowl in the Superdome this this is, this is, is up there. Poll question. All right, very good. Check that out at Rich Eisen Show. <laughs> yeah, but Left Shark, uh, we were the too busy. By the way, Left Shark was wild. <laughs> by the, I don't really recall. I mean, I remember Katy Perry and the shark, but yeah, but the shark was in. If you said, tell us exactly right. what happened, you know what I we were still recall. dealing with. Is all like, of us, we were all pitching in. We were all pitching in. I'm telling you, everybody, NFL yeah, Network, right. anybody who worked for the NFL, pitching in by, um, and, and they asked me to to just meet fans and what have you, because fans in that Super Bowl at in the uh, in in the Jones Mahal yeah. was they were being relocated seats, as you know, were disappeared right before the beginning of the game because of some sort of code violation. Oh my God. I'm, I'm, I didn't even see halftime. I was running around the stadium, just meeting people who were, who were in different seats and whatever, yeah. or like, Hey, would you mind meeting this person, that person I was pitching in <laughs> taking pictures. Own, huh? Yeah. There was one family of Packers fans. They were miserable. They were angry. Like the dad there was just, didn't wanted no part of any sort of outreach, you know? And then there were some other Packers uh, front office individuals who had, had had their seats disappear and got relocated. They wound up in a suite and they were like free alcohol. 
This is the greatest deal ever. And they they were just getting hammered. But why not? They were having a blast from Wisconsin. Those folks. So they just literally just asked you just to go around and yeah. Could you mind? Yeah. Would you mind? Because uh, oh yeah, I missed that halftime, and I must have missed the Christina Aguilera missing entire uh, um, yeah, like lyric. Remember that. Ten of the lawn for the boys coming up. Hour number three. Jim Jackson in studio.